guys, welcome back to Three Peas in a Podcast. So I'm Hope, I'm Grace, and I'm Joy. We got Joy back on the podcast. I'm back, guys. Did you miss me? <laughs> Alrighty, Finally so all three peas yeah, together again. united. Yeah, yeah. It's been quite a while since we did a last podcast with all three of us. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the first one for this year, actually. Which is yeah, yeah. So. You might be a little rusty, guys. You always say that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But so I feel like we mm-hmm. we actually weren't planning to do a podcast. This is very spontaneous. We just. I feel up. like it's always spontaneous, though. Yeah, that's why we can't really like. If it's like hard for us to actually have a like schedule of always posting because it's always like a oh we have stuff to talk about no. now. Because I think it's like for us three, it's always we kind of rack up experience or like. Um, knowledge all the time and once we've had enough like have enough bank, stored, yeah. we're like actually we have enough to share now because yeah. we yeah. really like to pump out like good content and I feel like that's every month or so like we can't come out every we're always month. through oh, trials kind of not really not really like <laughs> every month, month though because sometimes we're like really busy like for example when we had exams we weren't really learning much besides that we were just mm. studying so yeah. yeah but it's like you kind of need that time and it's always discussions we have. I feel like it's always a rocky ride with us three. Oh, yes. yeah. I'm like, I don't even know whether we're just being dramatic or if no. our lives are actually dramatic. Some people queens. always say that. <laughs> some people say that we look like we're living, like, uh, what's it called? K drama. Like a K drama or a low quality, like B grade movie. Yeah, B grade movie. <laughs> yeah. So oh, no. Hopefully this year is less dramatic. I'm thinking it might be. I'm I hoping know. it is, but you know, you never know because God has other plans for you. Yeah. yeah. And I always, I was literally writing my diary, and I was like. Lord, I wonder what 2021 has in store. Like, if it's anything like 2020, like, Lord, help me. <laughs> so strap in yeah. and be prepared for this rocky ride. Yeah. Round yeah. two. Yeah. So, I guess we want to do a wee update because if you haven't been keeping up with our Instagram page and stories, we're actually moving apartments. Yeah. I think just, like, just a lot of things have changed since starting this year in terms of like our jobs and just like our schedules because we I think we were explaining how we used to be like ships in the night ships passing the night but I think that's a lot different and it's slowly coming to an end yeah yeah Yeah, because I but but it's been like how long I don't know I think do you want to just talk about what we're all doing separately or like what has happened with our our job aspect yeah do you want to start Grace um well mine's just pretty simple i just finished my last day of work this week yeah and i'm kind of just a free woman goodbye countdown (laughs) (laughs) exposing her workplace (laughs) no i mean i could go back but i guess i'll see but i i guess i really enjoyed working there because i think that it was a really good environment and like i think a lot of people think oh like those kind of jobs are a bit like weird and like ratchet <laughs> maybe yeah. not ratchet but it's like but like i think that supermarket jobs are the best like people don't realize yeah. that it's really essential sta- workers it's really <laughs> stable number two it's like you get so many perks and number and three also, it's like, i yeah. feel like you don't have to do a lot of face work it's not very stressful actually it's yeah. quite like good it's very standard like you just go in do your job it's and not about your personality it's just a yeah. body doing yeah. stuff which yeah. i think time goes really quick for you yeah yeah so i really enjoyed i would actually say that was one of my favorite jobs i've ever done but there's nice. still a possibility i could go back yeah. but we'll see for now i guess yeah yeah but i finished so she's just chilling and mm. i think she has some decisions to make as well yeah yeah i still have decisions to make about my studies for this year but i think um they're gonna be 
made soon. I so. feel like you're just procrastinating. You yeah, keep putting it off. Yeah, I think I am, but I, I keep th- saying she's like Gideon being like a cowardice. <laughs> yeah, like I kind of am because she's a girl. Yeah, is that it? I don't even know. Cowardice. Oh, because cowardice. Basically, cowardice. Like I dice. Maybe I'm. But basically, I have a lot of decisions to make regarding my future, and my mum keeps saying that I'm like Gideon, and I should like lay out some fleece to see like whether God wants me to do it or not. No, because I because I don't really have that much faith in which area God wants me to go. So. Thing is, I think our whole family, most of your friends, they're telling you like, "Oh, no. please stay. We we're gonna no, miss it's you." Not it. yeah. Yeah. And every and I don't think you have that much support in for going. For going. Yeah, for going. I think yeah. the only reason for me I would be going if you didn't know, like I'm, I would be moving to Christchurch for um audiology, like for audiology, but. Um, my parents aren't keen about it and I think I don't really have peace about going but somehow she's still holding on she hasn't really <laughs> we've, got she has, a, we've got the plane ticket ready she hasn't ripped the bandaid off saying she's not going yeah. because the thing is it's like I, I guess the reason why I'm still holding on is because that seems like the most viable option to me and it's like closing the door on that yeah. means that I will be a bit lost in terms of my direction yeah. but the thing is though mum kind of said that you're quite close minded on this because you're kind of holding on that and you haven't done your research on other things and you're yeah, very set I, on audiology well, which I, might not necessarily be the path for mm, you but yeah. I guess that's I guess the issue for me because everything else is telling me not to go but a small part of me is yeah. saying like I think you should go because you're gonna waste this opportunity but yeah I think it kind of has been Grace's dream to like kind of yeah. go into that field for a while well because I think with my whole biomed degree I was looking for something in that kind of area and that so was, your degree wouldn't be wasted yeah so yeah. I was like yeah this makes sense but I guess if I close that door there are still other opportunities but they're just not as obvious to me and mm-hmm. it obviously takes time and yeah. effort to get there so yeah that's just me I mean, I find it quite funny because me and Joy are saying, we're like, I can't, I'm, I feel a bit sad thinking like the new apartment won't have Grace in it. I just can't imagine her not there. So I, I kind of keep thinking can, she I'm will kidding, be. Kidding. I keep thinking that she will be there. I'm like, Grace, yeah. you're going to be there. I know She's you are. She's already claimed her bed. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like she is staying. <laughs> no, I'm just... I think, yeah, that's true because as time has gone on, I've kept, I kept realising all the things that I would miss out on. And I think for me, like, family is really important. Mm. And even, yeah. like, the relationships I've made through my undergrad like, are really yeah. important to me. And it's like, I, I don't want to just leave like, them I think ma- I was talking to mum about this and yeah. she said that you kind of have all, like, aspects of your life already fulfilled. You have friends, family, like, your, your kind of spiritual life and church mm. is kind of, like, there. And what? I think also she was saying how, like, in terms of development-wise, like... Crashish was like a small pond and she was a fish in a small pond but now that she's moved to Auckland she's kind of in, exposed to a big pond mm. and going back to a small pond would be a bit weird for her it'd be kind of like stunting yeah it'd kind of be going back to like but I old, feel like Auckland is such a like small pond now I'm like this is tiny man time to go get, global I'm getting me out of here but I'm like COVID <laughs> I'm staying here <laughs> we ain't yeah. leaving mm. yeah so what about Joy yeah so for me I have my last week of work and my current workplace next week and it's pretty weird but everything's kind of coming to an end in terms of that workplace and yeah she's glad (laughs) no I'm actually like missing it like I think things things are becoming like very like ending really fast and I think it's like kind of the last week for me to enjoy just work there I feel like I get the vibe even for me and her when we are finishing our jobs it's like you only miss it when you have to leave yeah you know what I mean I, yeah. I also I also oh, okay. that. it's like you don't really love work but you're not hating it you're kind of like oh yeah this yeah. is my job and this is like, kind of fun it's not bad yeah. but then you kind of like when you realise it's your last day or last week you're like oh, I kind of missed this you want to like savour the last yeah. one yeah but then so, if you had like another week yeah. to go you're like oh no here we go yeah, it's over with yeah. yeah but it's actually quite funny because I there's like a free coffee slash like hot chocolate machine at my workplace 
And for some reason, only on the ninth week of my work out of 10, I started using it. And the hot chocolate was so good. And I was like, why is it that on my second to last week, I use it and I discover how good it is. And I'm like, I'm so stupid. <laughs> so I only have actually like one week to enjoy it, actually. But anyway, yeah. I'm looking for work to do after this current job finishes and I have applied for a lot of jobs but I've only actually heard back from one place and I and went they accepted for, you. And I went for an interview and they accepted me and Except she's so iffy about it as yeah, well. Yeah, there's just a lot of things wrong. I think I'll share with you guys just maybe a couple things I felt off about the job. But yeah. it's basically like a related job to my degree slash the job that I'm doing now. It's like a technician job at like a science company. But and it's to do with like entomology yeah, and like plant insects. and food research yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, and so I'm going to be... I applied for the job, but the things that I felt a bit off about it was the manager slash man that interviewed me, I didn't feel 100% comfortable, like, with him. Like, I didn't... If he was my boss, I don't know if I would be, like, vibing with him and I'm loving him as my manager, you know? Yeah, I think that people always say with work is you always have to judge the workplace on the manager because that's the person you're working yeah. under. So if you don't like them, you're not going to enjoy the job. Like, I already... I was sitting there the interview. That was probably the most stressful interview I've ever been in. It was, like, an hour... Uh, like an hour and 15 minutes long it she was, was getting it grilled was, I was getting grilled and I was like I'm bringing out literally everything. but the thing is the job I was like Spongebob like I was like emptying out my brain like with all this information yeah. like throwing it out because like no but the thing is that dad was saying even when I was talking to him it's like the job is not even that like amazing so it's kind of questionable yeah. why they're putting you like through yeah, so exactly. many hoops because I don't think it pays amazingly yeah, and it's exactly. just like a starter out role mm. and it's not really that difficult either yeah so that's the thing that I was a bit like a bit iffy on was like okay the manager slash the vibes were a bit off and even like the company like building was a bit weird because I think with us three it's all about the vibes and it's yeah. like <laughs> when I went into the building, vibing it was not vibing for me like aura and I'm getting <laughs> it was just off like when I went into the don't building know, that's biblical. <laughs> <laughs> when I went into the building it was, it almost felt like a psychiatric slash mental ward slash hospital vibe. Because, because they had something like it was like tag. white. It was like white walls. It was very like high security because it's like a biosecurity kind of area. Like you want to make it very strict in terms of like the standards and like the yeah. cleanliness and safety of it. So it's like swipe tags and everything. So it was like the vibes were off in that like way. Yeah. And then, yeah, the manager and then the pay for like what job it is. Mm-hmm. It's actually not that great. So yeah. It's like, I'm really unsure about taking the job. But the thing is, I keep telling Joy. Man- I, I'm taking, a, man- I'm taking a management paper now, so anyone who did management, you understand. We're learning about, like, um, different kind of situations. Vocational was, yeah. something. And I was, vocational personalities, definitely. Yeah. Though, but I was telling Joy how like, this would be a strategic choice for her because she has other opportunities working like, customer service or something, but this one is the most directly related to her job. And yeah. it's, I mean, to her, like, degree. Mm-hmm. And... It's only three months long. So I said... Because it's just, like a fixed Yeah, I was like, just stick it out. And then you can have one more thing on your CV that actually could like, open doors for you somewhere yeah. else. But she's like, no, it's going to be so painful and everything. I'm like, I no, know, it's strategic. Like, I, I could have really pictured getting yelled at by the manager. And I hadn't even started there. Like, I yeah. really could picture him getting angry at me. So I was like, I'm not too sure. So I think currently that's what I'm like trying to decide and yeah. praying over so I think I would appreciate prayer for this and even Grace prayer for her yeah yeah pray <laughs> so for I, me so I get direction yeah <laughs> so I think that's where like Grace and I are at and what are you up to Hope currently yeah so basically I just like I kind of resigned early with my job because I went back to summer school mm-hmm. and it was quite like dependent year four for Hope <laughs> back into it <laughs> never got off the train but yeah um what was I gonna say 
Oh, I just resigned early because I actually had no idea whether I was going to pass all my law papers. That's how <laughs> freaked out I was. I was like, oh my goodness, I might not pass. But I did, obviously. Thank the Lord. But So then I had to resign early from my job because my job was going to end in like, Jan- like end of Jan. And currently summer school like started at like 1st of Jan. So mm. I had to resign early and I was really sad as well leaving. Like what Grace said. Only when it came to the end, I was like, oh, I'm actually liking this. Like all my coworkers so lovely and my manager was so nice. And I was like, I can imagine having this as like a side job for me. Mm. But then I was like, there's no way I can balance this. And they weren't going to accommodate my like weird schedule with summer school. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, currently I'm in summer school and I'm taking two papers and it's so like full on. Like, mm. yeah. Oh my goodness. Ah, uh, this life is just so tough. <laughs> yeah. It's just challenge after challenge. It's just yeah. constant striving. There's no yeah. like period of time where you're just like chilling that's in heaven for us yeah <laughs> when jesus returns that's when we'll be chilling yeah yeah so that's pretty much it but i guess with our moving apartments we've basically st- all the renos have been done by our parents and all the furniture and all this, yeah. like, the carpet and everything has been um done and i guess this weekend hope is moving in yeah, because I have exams soon. I don't want to move, be moving like halfway mm. and being like, oh, I've got my stuff here and then mm. have to go off to my exam and study. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of going to try to move all my stuff in like soon. Mm. Yeah, and I think Joe and I will be moving the week following. When I finish work. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what's so funny though? It's that I feel like with us three, I don't know whether it's because we go through a lot of stuff. I feel like we learn a lot from situations. Like, mm. I feel like mm. our family has had a bit of conflict with this even apartment stuff and mm. moving. Yeah. And I feel like I'm like, this preparing us for marriage, you know, might have some problems with moving and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you, Lord, for this trial. But like, you can kind of see it. Yeah. yeah, I think you just really need to communicate well, and I, even seeing my like my parents, what I've realized is that you need to be able to be a good team with your yeah. like spouse because yeah. like, <laughs> our dad does all the like in terms of he does all the, the, the like the renos, the the buying all the like tools the and like the cleaning stuff and like just all the, the like yeah the kind of maintenance yeah stuff. all the maintenance like hands on stuff mm-hmm. but my mum is doing like the other stuff like more the administration like legal stuff yeah, she's like, like getting like the contract like, ready and everything calling the carpet person calling the furniture dude doing all the payments like it's like funny because they're both like complimenting yeah. each other yeah. in that way and I was saying to my mum like oh do you think dad and you make a good team and she's like yeah because we are complete opposites so yeah. what we do like what our strengths are are the yeah. other person's weaknesses so it's like team it kind of works yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I think that comes back to our podcast, like, point when we had, like... Yeah, or we were just saying yeah. how, like, you want to be, like, um, where they're weak, you're strong, like, yeah. doubles partner. Where yeah. yeah. You kind of need to, like, balance each other out. Mm. So if both of you are good at hands-on stuff, who's going to take care of the legal work? You have to go pay yeah. for it. But I'm I not saying think... that's, like, completely disastrous, mm. but... But I do think that's, like, a learning curve. Like, yeah. you kind of learn how to work with the other person. Yeah. And I think what you realise, even in a relationship, is that you guys are on the same team. And oh, though, yeah, that's even, so true! Even though sometimes you're both on, like... You might feel like opposition, but at the end of the day, you're on the same team. And people, you know, I yeah, think yeah. when you're sometimes when you're married or like in your relationship, you probably forget that. Like you're yeah, actually, yeah, actually on the same that's team. Actually, so true. Because the thing is, I've been reading this book. I'm not gonna say the title, but like the book was saying that this. I think the guy who writes it's a psychiatrist, and he was he was talking to like a married couple, and he said a question he likes to ask them is who's winning currently because if they have conflict and he said if if one of you is winning both of you are losing because you're on the same team mm-hmm. so i was like that's actually really like that is true that is true yeah because i think that's the thing with a relationship is two people two different minds two different individuals it's like you have to be on the same page of you want to be working as like yeah, one body you, you should be yeah. one person you should yeah. be one team it's not like one of you is that's like the winning whole point of two fish becoming one exactly yeah. you know what's so funny i don't know why i've been on this like spree of like 
looking through like marriage stuff. <laughs> I don't even know why. <laughs> She's not getting married anytime soon. I was like, yeah, I'm like, Lord, I'm not gonna get married soon. I can't even see well, that. Maybe she's having the face to, you know, like she's like, she's like I'm, I'm, I'm proclaiming this. Yes, Lord, <laughs> my husband is coming. I'm preparing for marriage. I'm kidding. That's wrong. But like, I'm. I was like looking. I don't know how I sounded upon it, but I was looking at like this YouTube channel called like Old Time TV, where it's like oh, black, man, and, black and white movies, right? Like kind of like in the fifties. And I think that there's a lot of value actually in like the olden day like mm. values and yeah, yeah. But anyway, it was basically showing you like I think it's all these all these things like educational videos for like couples or whatever. I don't know where they get it from, but it looks like a documentary in some form. And basically, they're saying like, oh, this couple wanted to get married and they're really young. And basically, they got they went to this like um, marriage counselor in the video, and was asking the marriage counselor was asking them like questions about their relationship and if they were ready. And something he said was like, "Do you guys think as one? The, you need to start thinking as one body. Even when you're like starting to date, do you whenever you make a decision, do you think what's the best for us or what's best for me?" And slowly over time, it needs to come more as we're making yeah. a decision for us. Yeah, I think and that's the whole point of, of like marriage is like becoming one person. You're not like your two individual yeah. minds. And I think that that's what happens in relationships when it goes wrong. Mm. It's because you're still thinking as two separate people. You're mm. still thinking about what I want. What, it's not what they want, what we together are yeah. accomplishing. And in that way, in a way, it's kind of like you're dying to yourself yeah. in that marriage because it's not always about you anymore. Yeah. yeah. But I do think in a way that highlights to me and maybe you too even how I don't think I'm ready for marriage because... I still, I still, but she thinks she is because no, she's no. reading out one of these books. But I don't think I am. Just educating myself. The thought of having to make a decision that relates to someone else and not just me, I feel like I'm still thinking as a single person. I yeah, think I'm not I ready think. to like transition to that. But yet. the thing is, I reckon you do grow into that mindset when you yeah. get into a relationship because you start happen overnight. You start valuing more things like I want to settle down therefore I want to oh, actually but I just start valuing them. the other person yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. it's because you keep thinking about them and think oh like I wish this person was here what would they think about the situation yeah. how would they fit into this and that's why you I start want things coming, to work yeah. for both of us yeah. for the good of both of us yeah what's so funny though is I always think about I'm like we should just enjoy our singleness right now because I'm like so when you're married maybe you can do this when you're married I'm like you, you can't be doing like fun stuff on your own and sometimes I'm like when I'm sitting there in my room let's say I've had a really bad day I literally sit there in my bed like chilling with like ginger beer and some chips and I'm watching a movie and I'm like just like lying there like doing nothing and I'm like if I was married this would low key be unacceptable if my husband just walked in on me I'm just sitting on the bed just eating chips and ginger beer <laughs> ginger beer hashtag Christian no alcohol <laughs> and I was just like this would not be acceptable not my real husband. beer is ginger beer <laughs> if my husband walked in he'd be like what are you doing right now? So I'm like, just enjoy the singleness and well, you can act how you want. Well, even we were saying that, like, Holt was saying that she's disgusting. She said that like, she wasn't ready for marriage because she's like still in uni and she's like, how would anyone in a marriage oh and being, being married be like in uni? And they're like, oh, like to your husband, I got a quiz. Like, be quiet, like, babe, I'm doing my quiz. <laughs> Leave me alone. And your husband's like. Um, we gotta do chores and stuff. You're like, no, I've got my exam right now. I'm stressed, and I'm like, I can't imagine being married at that point. Well, I mean, it it's could, a lot. it still could work. Yeah, obviously, you could make not it saying work. it doesn't <laughs> work. Yeah. I'm like, imagine if you got an assignment, like, babe, I'm doing my assignment. Can you read through it? Like, I'm like, does that work in a no, marriage? I don't know. The thing is, though, you think how it's disgusting or unacceptable to be sitting there eating <laughs> chips and drinking ginger beer and watching a movie like, in your bed. But the thing is, that is not that bad. Like, but I feel like you're going out. It's a bit embarrassing. No, but your husband should understand. If you're going through a rough patch, he can't be like, get yourself together. <laughs> he can, but that would but be like, a bit like unacceptable. Like, that's immature. Not really. I think like 
it's not like you're going out to the club or something. Like, <laughs> for like a wild night out, like you're like, I'm having a rough time, loose. honey. You just going out to the club, you know? <laughs> let loose, you know? Honey, don't oh let go. Right. She just wants some chips and ginger beer. Just let her do her thing. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. this feels a bit disgusting. I was like, ugh, like I don't think this is acceptable. Yeah. Like if if your husband or if like let's say that potential like spouse was like looking at you, they'd be like, that's weird. I don't really know, but yeah, that's yeah. why I keep thinking in a way. It's like when you are dating that person or you're getting to know them, like they actually need to see you for who you are because everyone is not yeah, perfect. I you can't be like saying that like, oh, I'm living this perfect life. I don't have those bad days. Like I'm do, not like yeah. I don't have those days where I'm just lying in my bedroom and I'm like, on my phone and I'm like really sad and like or like I'm, really, like, <laughs> I'm just not feeling it. I'm tired. Like yeah. you gotta you be get real. cranky and stuff over small things. Exactly. Like yeah. people aren't like this like picture perfect person where they're always happy all the time that they have everything you together have, all the like, time. Those, like, yeah. Of anxiety and even like mm. low key depression and anger I think you really need to see someone when they're angry that's so to true. assess them as a person yeah. but the thing is I think as you were saying that um, you will discover those like you have to see those sides of them yeah. I think that there comes to a point where you actually want to see those sides of them yeah, because I think course. there's something really beautiful being like vulnerable with someone being like I actually yeah. am struggling and that's how yeah. you get stronger as a couple but it's also yeah. like it's not fair to someone if you just see the good side of them because yeah. that's not who they are like you need yeah. to see the full picture mm. to be actually like mm. doing them justice yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we just took down, took a, a what do you call it, a turn down relationship lane. Again. Yeah, yeah, but I think also just like we were saying with with the person that you're gonna end up with and how you want to see them for who they really are. It's like it is quite hard to actually see them in that setting. Yeah, like how do you actually access that person in that time? You know? I mean, to be honest. I think marriage is quite a risk still in that way. Yeah, because, high risk, high reward. Because the thing is, you you can never say for sure that you know that person 100% when yeah. you're into marriage. Because yeah, because it's going to be completely I'll different. say to Grace how, like, one thing I'm scared about is imagine getting married to someone and you get into a fight and you get come to this point where you're like, who did I marry? You're scaring me right now. <laughs> who are I you? I don't know you. Leave my house. I'm going to mum's house. <laughs> and I'm like, I can imagine that being quite scary. So it is quite a... A thing that we should be evaluating but that's what i think is that you always want to find someone that you will always come back to and that you always Aww. it's like your home yeah exactly Aww. they're your home but it's you like that quote it's like be with someone who's a, your home but an adventure at the same time oh that's so sweet yes, that's great <laughs> i love those cheesy quotes in google i always but say I think the thing is it's so true it's like you want to have that person where no matter what you're always coming back to them no matter Aww. what you've been through no matter what like stuff what absolute shenanigans happens in your relationship you always want to come back to them and like Aww, you want to yeah. like reconcile that and you always are because like you're like i want to tell them what my day still yeah i feel like we have established that friendship is like the foundation of relationships yeah exactly. but the thing is i don't think I, I think we said before i don't think friendship has to be the start of it like you can enter it being like i'm interested in you and then you build a friendship yeah you know what i mean yeah but i think friendship is such like it's a key, key part yeah yeah because you can't just be completely yeah. physical and romantic yeah because yeah. actually, well, I think I, I have something to touch on that later on. Yeah. But. but the thing is, at the end of the day, in my opinion, I feel like all those like romantic kind of like like, like first time attraction, like it even like out. the last, the physical yeah. stuff, kind of like fizzles out over time because yeah. those things are very initial and like over time you're gonna get tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> he might be really attractive and cute, but like at the end of the day, the bald thing's gonna come through. <laughs> the weight gain. <laughs> no, but it's like at the end of the day, this it's like those things are still aren't as important as the person who like who they are yeah, inside like, their agree. heart and like the the essence of who they are. But like, I think the personality will trump the looks every time. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, Especially if it's a bad it's a bad character yeah. and a bad personality. Yeah. 
Okay, anyway, I think that we need to wrap up. This is our introduction, so-called. 23 minutes. We, we went off from, like, talking about our lives to this. We just can't help but talk about relationships. Relationships just ooze out of our bodies, you know? <laughs> yeah. We just can't, like... Because, okay, I think the next thing we're going to do is a Q&A, right? Yeah. Because I think Grace put on our story on Instagram yeah. questions, and we got a few. Yeah. Not a whole ton, but just a few, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to read them out, yeah. and then we can answer. So the first one we got was, how are you all, like, holistically, how are you guys doing? That is a great, nice question. <laughs> Thank you to that person. I don't want to expose people because yeah. they might want to be like featured on our podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think holistically, yeah, well, I, I don't doing? know if I should go first, but I feel like holistically I am quite okay, but I still feel like I'm in a place of confusion. Like, mm, I feel like I'm oh, in this yeah. desert and I'm just like yeah. completely like yeah. almost lost. And it's like, yes, I do have God with me there, but yeah. I do think sometimes it's quite hard to hear God's voice and quite so hard true. to actually yeah. feel his presence and to know yeah, that he is there. Yeah. Because obviously it does say like God will never leave us or forsake us. But I think at the same time, it's like, it's really hard to actually know that yes god is here with me yeah. god is mm-hmm. watching over me he's still in control he's his plan is still there yeah it's I really agree. difficult mm-hmm. and I, I always it always comes back to that verse that says that draw near to god and he'll draw near to you yeah. but i think what's hard for me is knowing how to draw near to god because yeah. it's like i think obviously drawing near to him in his word and even like in worship and stuff like that but i think especially trying to make time for that in a busy schedule is yeah. also quite difficult yeah yeah but i think holistically i I'm good, but I'm. I feel like a little bit confused. But you know, I guess in general, I'm in a good place. Nice. Yeah. Okay. What about hope? Okay. Um. I don't know. I feel like 2020 was really rough for me, and I feel like I feel good about 2021. Like I'm feeling like much better. I feel like happy, <laughs> good vibes. Good so vibes far. in 2021. But Let's I hope think this doesn't disappoint her this year. Do you know what I was saying? I was like, I can't wait to move out of my like this apartment because <laughs> I was like, spent way too much stressful time in my room Crying. doing law exams. Honestly, when I finished that public law exam, I felt like I gave birth to like a baby. I'm not even kidding you. I was sweating profusely and like <laughs> I was shaking. My legs were going like numb. And I, I when I finished it, I was like, oh, praise the Lord. And I was like so sweaty, like TMI, but like <laughs> it was so stressful, right? Sitting at the table, I did three of my law exams. I also like cried myself to sleep so many nights. Oh and like, I just spent so many lockdowns in there like studying. And I was like, I can't wait to get the heck out of that room. I, like, I love it as much as it is. Cause it's a beautiful room. Great view, right? <laughs> But I spent so many nights just had traumatizing times. I know, and I'm like, looking, like, I'm like, thinking to myself, like, whoever the next tenant is coming in, like, they might get this like emotional spirit like come upon them, <laughs> because the last tenant, which was me, had like very traumatic like living time like in that room. That's what we said. We need to do a pray over this house yeah. and the new house when we move. Yeah, because the yeah. thing is, we didn't do that when we moved into this apartment. No, we actually did. I think that no, the, no, no, no. we forgot. But then I, I think our dad actually did. Yeah, when we moved in because yeah. actually we always come back to this, but. There's a lot you don't actually see the spiritual side of things. Everything is spiritual. Everything yeah. is spiritual. And so I think that you don't know what was going on in that apartment, like who the tenants were. Yeah, before. they could have had like some really dodgy ass people and they were like a spirit yeah. of the devil. Like you don't actually know. Yeah, like, well, anything the, that's not of God yeah, exactly. exactly. The devil. So, so then yeah, we did I think I said that to you. I was like, when we move into like, our new apartment, we should actually do like a prayer over Yeah, we it. need to like we need to like commit get, it to commit the it Lord. to the Lord. Yeah. yeah. So I, we haven't done that yet because we haven't actually moved in for realsies, yeah. but realsies. <laughs> yeah, I think we definitely yeah. need to do that. But anyway, back to what I was saying, I think I feel much better about this year, but I think I still feel very confused as Grace was saying. Yeah. Because I think mum was telling me that I should write a five year plan up for my like life. Just oh, same with me. Like yeah. not yeah. saying looking good. Yeah. No, not looking pretty. Like, fun. <laughs> not saying that no like, good times. not saying that I'm taking it in control of my own hands being like, Lord, this is what I'm doing. This is my plan. But it's kinda like saying like this is what I would like to see happen and have a direction, right? Because I yeah. feel like I'm quite a girl who's very like, let's go with the 
flow and see how this goes. Don't have a plan, right? Mum mm-hmm. was like, okay, you need to make a plan. So I was like, okay, I made a plan, right? I'm looking at everything. It ain't looking too, like, exciting. It's just like uni, uni, uni work. And I'm just like, Lord, Where's like, the marriage in there? I know, I'm, like, I'm looking at it. Like, because it's like, I have, like, also, also my age. I'm like... T- 2021 is 21 to 22 years old, 23 to 24 years old. And I see my five-year plan and the last, like, last year, it says 25 to 26. And I'm like, Lord, like, how... I'm going to be 26 at the end of this. And, like, is my husband oh my is my husband coming anywhere in there? Like, where is he coming? <laughs> or is he not? I don't even know. And it's a bit scary, right? Hashtag celibate. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't actually know. But I think it's really scary to think, like, what is going to happen? And I even agree with Grace. Like, you're walking in this desert. You're like, Lord, what is your plan for me? Like, mm-hmm. I wish you would tell me where I'm going and what yeah. this life will look like for me. I just yeah. want to know. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that's what the beauty of life is yeah, that you don't actually know how it's going to turn and out. And even in that Instagram post you said, it was like having faith or something. Like, when, when you trust When I trust yeah. you, I don't need to understand. Like, yeah. if that's the one thing that I keep thinking. Like, if you trust in God, you don't need to know or understand how every little thing's going to play out. But... Yeah. Um, just trusting in him ultimately but it is still really hard yeah. because we want all the answers and it is it's just so difficult mm. because I sometimes like I just want to know how it's going to end up but then if yeah. I knew that actually I think that it wouldn't be exciting life would be so boring because you're like yeah. I know I'm going to get married at 26 and then have three kids and I'm going to end up being a stay at home mom and then it sounds kind of boring because you're like I know how the story ends mm. but at the same time you want to know because like, I want that stability and to feel confident mm. Yeah. But yeah, that's overall, that was a very long spiel of how I've been, but how have you been, Joy? I think, like all three of us, I'm kind of in this state of confusion. Like, I do think, obviously, with the moving and even, like, the changing of jobs slash, like, trying to find a new job, I think that I do feel a lot of uncertainty with my life at the current point, and that definitely does add some, like, component of stress to me. Yeah. So, I think that I am also, I feel like I've been kind of in this... I've kind of been in, like, I think like, I saw, I've told someone before, I feel like I'm in, like, a dark room, and I'm kind of, like, grappling my way through the dark with nothing, and I don't actually know where the Lord is leading me, but mm. I feel like I always come back to the point where I think that He goes before me, and He is everything in control, and I think it will only point to Him and His glory when everything turns out the way it's supposed Amen. to be. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay, I had to compensate for a short answer to sorry <laughs> hops long but um yeah we i'm gonna skip through some other questions but they're quite quick so the first the second one is how often do you guys release your podcast i would say that we do it once every couple of weeks we try to so yeah i think within maybe six weeks no I, okay i'm gonna say within three months we'll do at least maybe two yeah yeah well it depends it depends on yeah. our circumstances like yeah. we don't have a schedule yeah it depends on our lives. We, we actually mm-hmm. should, but we don't. But yeah. this is more like a hobby. It don't yeah. make it like, oh, this is like so tiresome. Mm-hmm. And then the next one says, are you guys making any profit from podcasting? No, this As is a free ministry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we get, we just get the blessing from sharing. Just sharing. Yeah. 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 But uh, the thing is though, I know that people do use um, podcasting to make money, but the thing is we actually can't because I think the app is like American based so it's like well the thing is though I just I, I think none of us can be bothered even walk, walking through the process because they it's say, a like, lot of like legal like, stuff yeah and, and I'm, I'm like, like I, mm, not worth it plus I feel like every time you start making like profit from something that you really want God to work through that kind of goes well, like even like hobbies yeah, it does. yeah it's like no like it's not it's like not, for me it's yeah, not about the money you know it's not about it yeah, yeah. it's about letting the Lord use us for yeah. his like yeah. Um, will and, and you know it's like it's yeah. fun Pure for us so I don't yeah. think I need money like yeah. the Lord's already supporting us there I feel like we're gonna be like we'll make like 
one dollar per like podcast, which is just, <laughs> and then we split in threes, like thirty three cents. <laughs> what can you get with that nowadays? <laughs> Nothing. So yeah, we don't really make any, we don't make any profit. And the last one is, are you girls Malaysian? I guess we kind we're, of we we kind of are, we kind of not because our mum is Malaysian Chinese and our dad is Hong Kong Chinese. But the thing is, Malaysian purely the Chinese. The thing is with Malaysian. It's like we're not actually Malay. It's like our mum is a Chinese person in Malaysia. Yeah. So yeah. it's like Malaysia in that way. But yeah, so she, she's yeah. like a Chinese living in Malaysia and our dad is a Chinese living in Hong Kong. So it's like they're both underlyingly Chinese, but they're just different types of Chinese. Yeah. yeah. But so so to answer that question, we are not no, Malaysian. I think mum is like one eighth Thai or something. That's so weird. Yeah, she's one eighth Thai. But that doesn't really translate to us. We're probably like, nah, I don't know how it's sixteenth or something, you know? Yeah, so actually we're just pure Chinese. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's the end of the Q&A. Mm. Got just a very short amount. But thanks to people who sent it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love you. <laughs> we don't get much feedback on the whole Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Anyway, so we're going to move on now. What are we going to talk about, Grace? We already touched on the relationship. Yeah, we, we, I guess this is the, like the relationship section. But I guess Joy has a few things that she wants to discuss. Yeah. Mm. So I think on the way home from work yesterday or the day before, I was thinking about the phrase, marry your best friend. Yeah. And when you think about the phrase marry your best friend, you're like, I think I do stand behind that phrase. Like, marry your best friend. Like, because they're your best friend. Like, why would you not want to marry someone that you get along with so well and you you want them, you're comfortable with them and you want them everywhere with you, right? I agree, but the thing is, um, okay, I totally lost where I was going with that. (laughs) But the, the thing I was thinking of was just because they're your best friend, it doesn't mean you need to marry them. That's true, like the other way. Yeah. I agree with that. Because the thing is, I think all three of us have a lot of friendship with guys where we are, like, I would say con- consider them best friend. Like, mm. I think I had, like, two guy best friends in, like, my first year. And I genuinely was questioning, like, Lord, are these people, like, meant to be for me? Like, because I get along with them so amazingly well. And I feel like we have such an amazing friendship. Yeah. But it's like, I think that's what's really scary is that trying to, like, distinguish between whether they are the one for you or not just because you're really good friends yeah that's true but i think that's where you have to continuously uphold that relationship to the lord and say lord lead us further if this is your will for us to go into a marriage kind of lighting or not yeah but i think the biggest like kind of indicator for me is when you're not attracted to you (laughs) and that when you're like you're my best buddy man love you bro and then you're like just not attracted to you. If you like came in for like, like don't touch me. If you don't came touch in for me, a bro. kiss, I'd be like, oh no, <laughs> don't touch me. I don't like no, it. I think what our parents were saying was that um, if someone is a good friend, doesn't mean they'll make a good husband. That's true. So true. Because the thing is, a husband is completely different to a friend. But the a thing hus- is, because like, I think our parents, is, though, you do want your husband to be your best friend. No, yeah, but yeah, the thing yeah. is, our parents were saying that your husband, the three things that you're looking for in a husband is like. Not the three things that we said on dad, like, <laughs> what we were saying in a couple of podcasts ago, but they were saying, like, in terms of underlying these, like, you want them to have financial stability, spiritual stability, and, like, emotional and, like, mental stability. Mm. And it's like, those three are actually quite essential in a husband because our parents kept saying, like, you want your husband to be the one protecting you, providing for you. It's not the other way around. And the thing is, that's why it's like, you've got to assess that yeah. man in your life and think, can they do those things for me? Yes yeah. or no? Because you might be like best buddies with a guy and be like, love your company, man. Having so much fun. Yeah. But when it comes to like dating them and being your, your husband, it's like, yeah. do you protect me and look after me? I, can you financially yeah. provide for our family? You yeah. might be like best buddies, but he, if he can't provide financially, if he can't be there emotionally for you and mm. be strong and leading your family, that's really like, he's your best friend, but he not might not be your husband. Yeah. yeah. And this is the thing yeah. is I've realized, I was saying to both of you, I was like, 
with a guy you're like when you're just like friends you're like man love you man you're funny you just kind you're generous you're hilarious we're vibing but the moment that it's flipped into relationship you have this massive ass long checklist you're like has to be golly can't get angry has to be like really stable Mm. has a direction in his life has a a stable job (laughs) yeah and it's like loves his family has a good Mm. relationship with his friends like all these different things you have a massive ass checklist Mm. and that's why it's really funny because it's it's like like, it changes it's easy to overlook those things if you're just friends because you're on the same level playing field like you said before and it's your friends you're like just loving it but then it's like the whole fact of submission in marriage it's like because you're submitted to them they need to be able to provide in all those aspects you can't just be like yeah it's fine bud like you can just be chilling and not have to provide because actually a husband is actually a quite a big like responsibility upon a wife and a family Mm. and i don't think a lot of guys realize that like actually it is quite hard and so therefore it's like that's why as a Mm. as as a like a girl and you're thinking about like your future spouse it's like you want a man that is going to be able to do all those things for you and like yes they might be your best friend but if they can't cut it in that way then they ain't going to be a good husband Mm. yeah i agree yeah and the thing is it's like i think our parents have told us a lot is that some people may not agree with this but we do we kind of think that like when you're a girl and you're a wife you are actually joining on to your husband and in a way you're kind of he's the one that's like imagine like this there's like a main like part you are like the add-on lego piece and you kind of go together right Mm. and it's in that way if your husband doesn't have it all together you're binding yourself to this guy that doesn't have a total mess Mm. yeah and it's like actually because our parents say that and i think i agree because i think as a wife i 100 percent would be willing to submit and actually like make my life kind of like devote yourself yeah if he had a dream i'd be willing to move wherever he wanted to and to support him because and give like give up your life to just be there for him because Because we are the helper like eve was the helper of adam like we are supposed to i would say that i would be willing to merge into whatever my husband wants yeah, to like do. your husband's life your husband's dream like you're yeah. gonna be giving yourself yeah. away to him although like his, i, I yeah. do like pray and hope that our dream is the same like we yeah. have the same goals and everything and ideally it should be that way but i think that that's what we're saying it's we as i would say all three of us agree with this that we as the wife if we were to become a wife is that we are the ones being like added on to our husband I feel like it's basically like a, i always think about it's like imagine this really like big blob you're like the small blob that like merges into the big blob yeah because yeah, I mean. you're taking on his last yeah. name as well it's like yeah. you are joining him. Oh, no. i think a while ago i said to our mom is it biblical or should we actually take is it like do we have to take the husband's last name yeah and i think our parents said that you it's you should yeah like it's but this one thing is yeah. i feel like we're quite picky i'm like i love louis so it better be a good one you know i don't want a weird ass wong no thank you <laughs> that's what, what? i said <laughs> no. okay just hating on the wongs out there like, i feel sorry if anyone's last name is wong but i feel that's so sad sorry. She, that's the first one she thought of but like yeah in a way i was like i love louis so no, I'm, like, I'm not gonna throw that I out i was easy. really happy with louis because i've never really been a fan of those really asian last names mm, I that's kinda a bit li- sad sorry but like personally <laughs> i've always enjoyed louis as my identity so it's like and yeah. the thing is, i feel like louis is really iconic of it sounds us. quite cool like i feel I like it. when i hear the name louis it's like it's very iconic and like really like gets me to the core of who i am you know yeah. like louis just explains who i am you know yeah. you're like louis i am a louis like so that means like when you take on that name you're changing your identity actually yeah you're becoming this new woman who's part of this family which ultimately the main like person there is the man and what what's funny is that sometimes we laugh to each other saying that one day when all three was married we won't be in the same family anymore yeah. like, we'll all be three different yeah, like, last like, names like, when we went out driving one time i was like hi like i'm not i'm not gonna say the actual name but i'm just gonna put in some fake names i'll be like imagine like three of us go out it's like miss how are you mrs smith today how are you mrs um brian how are you going <laughs> it's a really random name yeah and it's like nice to see you 
Mrs. Um, I no idea last name. Mrs. Anderson, how are you, Mrs. Anderson? It's like three different Mrs. Yeah, I realise this, but we are sisters. But we're going to be in three different families. Because actually, I realise, and I, I think in Asian culture, when you give away a daughter, it's actually like you're giving away part of yourself because the daughter actually yeah. leaves. Because like in, in the sons, like when you have a son in Asian culture, it's like the son is their own person and the wife actually joins on so it's yeah. not that bad but you're giving a daughter she's going away to a different family isn't that why in Chinese culture like there's dowry there's a dowry, there's a dowry for yeah. the oh my goodness that's what our parents they're like we want you to marry Asian because you know the husband will bring in the dowry for you but then if you marry white they're like they ain't gonna give a dowry they're gonna go Dutch on us like, <laughs> and it's our parents are a bit like iffy on white people like not to be rude but they're like you know with Asian you're gonna get the dowry they're gonna pay for the wedding because our dads our dad's like dad paid for the entire wedding mm. So then, mom, yeah. yeah, so then in a way, it's like, okay, Asian looking pretty, like, fresh, you know, like, <laughs> but then yeah. in, if you go, like, European, like, it's gonna go completely Dutch, because they're not gonna pay for the entire wedding, you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless they're loaded. Which is, like, questionable. <laughs> I don't know if it's, like, loaded. We're not in it for the money, though. We're not, <laughs> yeah, we're, not, we're not doing that, but it's just, like, I think our parents, that's why they, they really do appreciate the Chinese culture, because they're, like, they can see how like that is how they've done it yeah and they they and like it that and way. it works and it's like, it's yeah. more like comfortable for what they've they've done so because like, i think our parents were saying that um the thing that they really in, like want they actually want us to marry asian and they like asian is because i think one thing they're really worried about is that us three will have to be the sole breadwinner because mm. we know so many couples where there's like oh asian wife and a white guy like not to be racist or anything <laughs> but like for almost but every- the prince is in the pudding <laughs> one of those couples and there's not many of them maybe like three or four, four of them yeah. we know yeah and, 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 and also personally. and personally some of them i think could be like in our family aren't they yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so but for all every single situation the asian wife is the one working the the white husband doesn't really work or is not really like working full time like he's like he's like the wife is like the sole breadwinner yeah, yeah so then our yeah. parents are really worried that that will happen to us if we marry white yeah. right yeah and they were saying how like oh like because in asian culture if the man the man, right, he will refuse to have the wife work because it, it takes away from his, like, kind of status. That but isn't like, that, like, pride? But no, but I think it actually is right because it's like, yeah. if your wife has to go work and work... It reflects it, on you, it, eh? it reflects on you that you're not making enough money yeah. to support your family and you're not yeah. a man. And I think that, that in Asian culture, I think that somewhat has some value because I think that the husband should be the sole breadwinner. Mm. And I think that's why it's kind of different in, like, Western culture, which is why our parents are quite concerned. Yeah. That's why, because... Because they don't want us going Dutch, you know, even in working. They're like... Yeah, they're like... I think the other thing is our parents want us to live a comfortable life. They want yeah, us to, like, they're have worried, yeah. that's, And that's I why they're worried for they us. They won't just give us away easily to anybody. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to come in strong. It has to be, like, a quite a um, decent candidate. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I can imagine having three daughters being extremely worried because it's, mm. like, you're giving them off. And, like, to another husband, fa- Yeah, exactly. The husband is the one that's going to be, like... I feel so bad for our parents because the thing is, all three of us are gonna be like gone to our husband's family and they've got no one left. You know what I mean? It's like us three. just suck dry. (laughs) And then you know, what's the point of giving birth to them? And and if we marry like white people, it's gonna be like, uh, disastrous for no them. no dowry what am i left with at this point <laughs> no dowry. and then my kids are, and then my kids are like working their like, they're working their butts off because their husband is like not not like that's bring, like, like worst bring nightmare, but we're money. not saying that like all european no, people are like the that though, our yeah. parents have said they are some really nice like, white men like, white men yeah. <laughs> they've said that and they're like they actually, work hard they're like yeah. if, you, if, if you actually get one of those like those are really good as yeah. well like yeah, and i find a gym yeah. like that yeah yeah so we're not saying that this is everyone every white guy out there but i think it's just like like I said, the proof is in the pudding. It's like we don't know a lot of Asian men that just sit at home and do nothing. Yeah. And yeah. like make the wife work. I think work. it's in our culture to work hard. Yeah. yeah. To be, yeah. be hard working. Mm. And it's like you are very, you're just like a very um, 
efficient person and you're very wise with your money as well like yeah our dad was like like really yeah good. i think <laughs> my dad had his first house at 19 or 20 but back then that's when like it was like not inflated and, he, yeah. and mind you he was in america but yeah. like he could afford his own house at like 20 which yeah. was he had, how, like, he had like multiple cars he was onto it <laughs> he just yeah balling. that's why our <laughs> mum was like yeah boy like this man this man for me you know he, he's cute, cute he got, got the money <laughs> you know yeah and he's willing to be baptized for me <laughs> okay that's a big question like don't do that because that's the thing is we should lead on to the next next point that we want to talk about which was, was that you can't really change a guy and you shouldn't be a hero mm. in a relationship i think our mom has said to us don't be a hero for someone yeah don't try and think that you can change this person so that they yeah. can be the perfect husband for you in a way because i think a lot of times you'll see like a guy and you'll be like oh man my heart really feel like feels for him like i really want to be there and support him like i really feel for him but in that way even though you feel like you can see deficiencies you're like oh man i just really i want to be there for him it's like Yes, but at the same time, you shouldn't be the hero and trying to fix him. Be like, you know what? I can fix him. You know, I can help him become a better person. I can like make him more mature and all these things. And it's like, yes, not saying that can't happen, but at the same time, that might be extremely exhausting for you. And I'm not yeah. saying that God can't work through you, but at the same time, it's like you can't change the person. No, I think what she's trying to say, our mum's trying to say, is that you shouldn't disregard red flags when you see them. Yeah, and think that you can, you can fix be the big, them. you can be the bigger person, and and you can overcome, and overcome, and you can fill in for their deficiencies. But, but and think, the I can is, overcome. This. But the thing is, though, our mum said that God can work through that. And yeah, he, he can, and he can, and through your like experience and you relying on him. You will see him work. Yeah, you, I agree. I think my mum said that sometimes when you make the wrong decision and get married, it doesn't matter as long as both your hearts are soft and you both committed to God. God can make any ugly situation turn beautiful. Yeah, mm. I agree with that. But it's just like I think it takes a lot of heartbreak because I think a lot of times we talk to each other, and it's a bit. This is a bit personal, but it's like with like certain guys, you're like, I feel sorry for that guy because I think to myself like, I wonder who's gonna be there for him if I'm not. Mm. But in a way, that's kind of the wrong thing to think because number one, it's not your job to be the girl looking out for every single guy and thinking like mm. I'm worried for them. And two, it's like okay, I, I totally lost where I was going with that. I think I was going to say like I'm so lost. <laughs> I don't even know. I think I was going to say like there's no point two. <laughs> the point two was like oh, I think it's just bad to think that like you you're like to have that point and think like oh, like I feel so bad for them that I'll be there for them and I'll be their wife, right? Yeah. That's kind of the wrong thing to think because you don't want yeah. to think like I'm no, only there because I feel bad. Because for the it. thing is, our mum kept saying to us, especially because we're all like women and like we're like females. She's saying that actually, as the wife, you actually are taking a massive responsibility. Yeah. And so actually, if if you're looking at that person and you think that they have a lot of deficiencies, you actually shouldn't be thinking I'm going to sacrifice for them because actually that's like you shouldn't be giving away everything for that man because it's like actually he should be the one supporting you mm. it's like you're if you see this guy you shouldn't be like oh i'm sacrificing my like my job my life my family just like all these things for this guy it's like i think that you should actually find a man that's actually what you want yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay i think do you think that's the end of that yeah, that's point? the end okay i think the next point that i had is oh, because i've been doing a lot of talking with our mom about just like relationships because she has said to us how we're coming to like a marriageable age like it's it wouldn't be uncommon for yeah us no to because married. we're always asked if we're like married yeah, like, like whenever people mm. ask me they don't ask me if I'm boyfriend they ask me if I'm married yeah. and I'm like what the like I yeah. am of marriageable age I forget this mm. like I went to like a primary school to do some shadowing with a teacher and the lady said to me oh are you a missus and I was like am I really that old that someone would ask me if I'm a missus yeah like three people have asked me if I'm if I was if I'm but married still feel yeah. like we're 12 you know yeah, yeah I'm like uh <laughs> No. <laughs> so it's like, 
because we're manageable age, I think we've been having a lot of like very um like deep conversations intentional so I think I was talking to my mum and I was talking to her about the whole concept of romance and romantic feelings and I think what I've learned from my conversations with her and I I truly see this happening in just even in my own experiences is that romance is not is actually not of God I think romance is wrong like the feelings of being romantic with someone is that is and like falling in love you can't fall in love because you can equally fall out of love yeah exactly It's it's not a feeling of I love you. Actually, what the world teaches about love is completely false. Yeah. yeah. Because even when you read like one Corinthians thirteen, all those things they seem like a choice. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't just feel patient. Mm. You choose yeah. patient. Yeah. You choose to be there for them and love them. And I yeah. think like, like I, I've said to some people before, like marriage isn't like a perfect fairy tale like everyone sees. Nah. It's two people committing to each other, upholding the vow that they make before God and becoming more like Christ through their sacrifice yeah. and service to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, there's like the mutual aspect of I like you physically, and I like you personality-wise, and I share values with you. And I, I enjoy, enjoy your time. Yeah, and I enjoy. Company. It's not yeah. like I'm repulsed by you, but it's like it's very like committing, sacrifice, and service. Like yeah. you, it's not like a ooh, you give me butterflies. I feel so romantic. And but ooh, I'm feeling those but lustful you want feelings. Like start. Okay, the thing is, yes, there is an important part. But the thing is, the feelings of love and romance still like, fade. Yeah, I know. They are completely. Yeah, those wrong. are like in, like wavering in and out. Like if you're mm. a girl, you know that like that time of the month coming, like it's just fluctuating hormones. You know, it's not gonna be. <laughs> Leave like, me alone. <laughs> you're not gonna be always feeling it, being like, oh, I'm so into you. Like it's just like a roller coaster of emotion, and girls yeah. are quite emotional. So it's like I feel like it's never like a stationary like, ah, oh, I'm in love with you feeling. Mm, it's yeah, always yeah, just yeah, like yeah. you're choosing <laughs> yeah. to be because like yeah I, I do know, I, know this thing, like, I feel like whenever I've had a crush on a guy I get really easily turned off but then on at the same time like, <laughs> I'm like oh my goodness he said that or he was wearing that I'm like mm, not good not cute anymore don't like it but then another time I'll see him be like oh he's so cute that day and it's <laughs> like feeling it <laughs> yeah and it's just like in a way that shows that like feelings do kind of come in yeah. and out yeah. that's why it's like the feelings of so called love in like quotation marks is actually I don't agree with those. Yeah, like that's yeah. of the world, and because if you can equally fall in love, you can so-called fall out of love too. Obviously, I do not, get that once you get to know someone and you are in a relationship, you would be able to say like, uh, I actually do love you and mm. I am in love with yeah. you. But I don't think that it's like a process of like, oh, I'm falling. Wow, mm. like I'm finally here at this like yeah. at this point of I'm in love with you. I think that yeah. it gets to a point when it is a choice. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's why it's important that God is the major player and def- like deciding factor in a relationship. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be led by your emotions of like feeling because those will fade and change so easily yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like god is stable and yeah. if he's the basis of your relationship it will yeah. not like fade yeah, yeah. yeah we're not waiting. i think another thing that we we have confidence in is just knowing that if both you and your like your boyfriend or whatever have both decided to submit a hundred percent to the lord I think that you have a lot of confidence knowing that mm. whatever happens is is going to be okay because mm. it's like yeah. if you're both submitting to God and His will for your lives, there can't anything go disastrously wrong. Yeah. If you like, yeah. like, Lord, I'm soft before you, like, and please yeah. tell me where to go. Then it's like if God tells you not to be in that relationship anymore, it's mm. like you won't be hurt. Or if you get into it, you know that it's because the Lord wanted you there. You know. Yeah. But you have to be fully submitted. You can't yeah. be like, I want him still. It's like if working. both of you are fully submitted under God and you you're both actually in thinking that you like it's a triangle analogy where mm. both of you are like at the two bottom corners and God's at the top like you're always moving up towards God mm, together yeah. and so therefore it only gets better and you both mm. equally want to go up to God yeah. then it's gonna work yeah. 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 
I think hope is the last point she wants to bring yeah, up. Yeah, it's really small, but basically, I don't know how I was like, I was reading a little bit of Song of Solomon, which she's just going to the marriage <laughs> section, preparing myself, guys. But like, no, I was just reading. I don't know. I don't know why I was reading it, but like, I didn't realize about different characters in that story, which is pretty cool. Like, when you think about, I think Solomon is the author, and then there's a, a the girl. girl. There's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon. <laughs> Solomon. Okay. Um, then there's like it talks about a shepherd and then a girl called the Sh- Shulamite. I don't really know how you yeah. say it, but I didn't realize it. But the whole thing, the whole story behind it was that Solomon is going after the Shulamite, telling her like, "Oh, I have all these different things for you. Like, I'm I've got I'm wealthy and all these things." Mm-hmm. But she's very strong and says like, "I want my shepherd, right? I want I." And then she talks about the shepherd, how she likes him, right? And it's kind of showing you that like Solomon, who actually can be represented as the world is going after the Shulamite who's actually the bride of Christ and the shepherd is Christ and it's showing like the love between the bride which is the church of Christ and Christ is so strong that the world can't break them apart which was Solomon and all his like wealth which I thought was really cool and I was like I didn't actually realize that that even though Song Solomon is like oh yeah it's like also shows like the physical side between like a couple because they like each other that much right it's also showing us that like if we truly love Christ nothing the world can do will take us away or from offer it. Yeah. yeah, because we our love is so strong. Mm. And also, I think the last thing that I got from Song of Solomon, I didn't really read the whole thing, but I, I somehow got this point from it that I thought was really cool. Do I you know what I find it's funny? Is that one time we... I think multiple times we've attempted to read Song of Solomon. And we start like, cringing. It's just so cringy that we're like, nah, nah, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, I can't do this. But when you read the first line, it's like, we just can't do it. It can't do it. It's just cringy. Even though we're sisters. <laughs> we're just like, no. Weird. Like, who's saying it? Who wants to start reading? Not me. And then no one wants to start. No, but anyway. Let's go to Romans instead or something. Yeah. But I think the last point is I think at a certain point I didn't realise this I think I read in a book which I explained it it was like saying like it says a promise of future blessings it says we have a little sister and she has <laughs> I don't know why it's too explicit it's too explicit she has no explicit word what <laughs> shall we do for our sister in the day when she shall be spoken for if she be a wall we will build upon her a palace of silver and if she be a door we will enclose her with boards of cedar right mm. and basically I think the book was saying is that you, girls we want to be a wall not a door and basically, a door is someone who lets people into our lives very easily and also doesn't really have those emotional boundaries. Where we will get hurt easily, we get like led astray by our feelings really easily. Mm. When a guy comes after us, mm. the door is wide open, we're like, yes, come in, right? And in a way, that's why they say, if this is our sister, we will enclose her with a board of cedar because they're like, we're worried for her. We need to enclose her and protect her, right? Mm. But it says that if she is a wall, we will build upon her a palace of silver. That means like when you're a wall and you're strong in the Lord and you're strong and you're in whatever your beliefs are and you also don't make it easy for guys to come after you. You you make it hard for them because you know your value. It says we will build upon her a palace of silver. That means that there's confidence in you and there's like there's a foundation there yeah. for something. And which I think all, is cool. And then we're also saying how if you're a wall, it's harder for guys to actually get over. Well, they they actually it, need yeah. the effort and like they need to pursue going there. Instead of the yeah, doors yeah. wide open, they just walk through. In that way, it's like you know your value. Yeah. You're saying yeah. I'm a wall, I'm strong. You can't waver me with anything mm. you do. And I think yeah. that's something that I really need to work on because I think that I'm definitely I can be a door because I think that I'm a really open person and I always like I feel like I always see the best in people. So I'm like, oh, I love that guy. Oh, and it's like I really need to be like I need to be a wall. I need to be strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. I think I just thought of something when Holt mentioned Song of Solomon. Is when I read it and I read like verse two. I thought this was so beautiful when it says, "As a lily among thorns, so is my love among the daughters. As the apple tree among the trees of the wood, so is my beloved among the sons." Yeah. So I think it's like. You mean so chapter two? Oh, chapter. Did I say chapter two? Verse two. two. Okay, chapter <laughs> two, verse two and three. Yeah. I think it's so beautiful that to them, that like 
their lover or like lover their like person that they're like going after is like so evident to them and they only have eyes for them yeah. and i think that is so beautiful but i think, I think that's what kind of scares me in a relationship is like them looking and like just like yeah. not having that trust because they'll be looking mm. at other people but in the same way i think that that links to more like spirituality mm. in where like nothing not, like we kind of stand out to like the lord like he mm. sees us and loves us that yeah. much and even same with us that like when we see jesus nothing can take our eyes off him because yeah. even the world and all their pleasures we still like know like our faith and our love for christ is so much stronger than that mm. and therefore you're like an apple in the like I don't know what the word, apple tree and something. Cedar trees or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in that way. Or lily among thorns. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that kind of relates to even like verse um, 7 in chapter 4, which is like, Thou art all fair, my love, there is no spot in thee. Yeah. And basically saying that when you you love someone that way, like you kind of see them like, oh, they're so perfect. They yeah. are beautiful. But at the same time, I think that also links to like the spiritual side where it's like, we should try to be like blameless before the Lord. And mm-hmm. I'm not way. just related, but yeah. also just like being with the world, like, you want to be like a lily among the thorns. You want to stand out. Yeah. You want like to be so different from the world. You want to shine the way Jesus. you act. Yeah. That and no one has that, to question. And in that way, they just the Lord it. knows that yeah. you're His. Yeah. And He's like, therefore, like you're standing out. He's like, I know you're mine. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful ending. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's now fifty-six minutes. Does anyone else have anything to add? No, I just hope everyone's been doing well. Mm. Yeah. So I think that we've just been so busy that it's like hard to catch up with people. But yeah, yeah, life moves so quickly. Yep. It does, which is a good thing, but also a bad thing at the same time. Yeah, mm. yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys, and talk to you in our yep. next podcast. Bye.